this is started. But um, I think my first podcast episode in person. Yeah, like on the in the flesh type shit. It was Abu. Yeah. It was Abu. Really? What did mm-hmm. you? I don't think I heard his. No, I haven't. I haven't released it yet. Yeah. So this is the one I recorded, uh, like two weeks ago. Like. Oh, so this is literally. fresh. Yeah, this is. Oh my new. god! So that's yeah. your. Oh my god! So yeah. you just started doing like actual in-person podcasts. Yeah, to an extent. Oh yeah, god. for real. Like now I'm doing like a mix of like long distance, and. Um, in person. So yeah, Abu was actually my first in person like mm-hmm. conversation. Did you ask him about like being an exchange student or like somebody from abroad or something? Like Yeah, actually it was along those lines. It was really about um yeah, being abroad, like coming like the lifestyle of like a person from a different culture. So like yeah, an abroad student for sure. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I'm looking forward to releasing that one because that one was very, very motivational and touching in some ways, honestly. Like, touching, you know, really? Yeah, because like me and him can relate a lot because like obviously he's an abroad student in a way, like he's lived all over, but kind of like so have I, so like... Are yeah. you a military kid? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, for real. That's but, crazy. Yeah. I did not think he moved around like that either. Yeah. No, he, he did. He he moved to a couple of places. Because I think he's from the Congo. Or is it Nigeria? Mm, somewhere around there. I don't know where his like um, ethnic background comes from. Obviously his name is Abu for a reason. Yeah. Like, I knew he was an American. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just want to say thank you for like actually like doing this. Of course. <laughs> I told you I've been wanting to do this. Why is everything is always gets put off because of everything that happened last semester? I had two thesis classes, so I'm finally ready. Like, yeah, and I'm excited to do the video too. So yeah, one hundred percent. When should we do that? <laughs> I'm like, I'm already ready, like, cause I'm already here. Yeah. I'm really excited, but you said you had to get your um camera set up or something. No, I have a camera. Yeah, we could really do it today if we want to. If you're, I just didn't know when like you were ready because okay. I know you had like equipment just stuff. Because I think yeah. that's what you said the last time. Yeah. But she's clean. She's ready. She's, okay, bet. She's dusted, so just let me know. Okay, yeah. bet, bet for sure then. Yeah, because I had to. At some point, I was using my phone obviously to record videos and stuff, so I thought it was time to like upgrade, and like, equipment. You know. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. To, to be like a little more professional, more professional. yeah, Hell yeah, exactly. and yeah. like artistically, like up there, I feel you like deliver. Mhm. Okay. For sure, but yeah, like I said, thank you again for like coming on. Of course, you're welcome. This. I'm excited yeah. to be here, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's really different from any other people that have reached out to me because people have actually asked me to do mm-hmm. like a podcast or a YouTube video. There was a couple people that asked me, but I just wasn't comfortable. I don't know, but you have a really, like, genuine vibe. Like, even on Snapchat, when I see, like, things you post, it's, like, really motivational. You know, you're always on good vibes. Even if you, like, are going through something and you tell people, you're actually very open about it. And I feel like it's good, like, being authentic in front of social media. I like that because me, I definitely filter a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I still t- do to this day. I'm trying to be better at that and show, like, different sides of me because I feel like I only show, like, happy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and people think I'm just, like, 
where you don't have any emotions. All you're doing is just like, oh, you're always at games, you're just partying, and I'm like, no, bro, like, I still, I just don't have it up there, because maybe I'm not as comfortable as you are, but you're not, no. I don't know, you're just very raw as a person, like, just yeah. authentic. No. I'm trying to be better at that, like, just not to be controlled and stuff, like, in social media. I appreciate so. that, but... Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. But, like, back to you, because, um, so, like, give me a little bit more, like, background, because I, oh, from, like, a social media standpoint, like, <laughs> obviously you got that unlocked. Like, obviously you're, like, a form of an influencer. I would even say, like, a model okay. to an extent. I've definitely, yeah, I've done some local stuff, like, mm-hmm. with shoots and, like, local brands, but nothing too huge because I also I am a full-time student mm-hmm. but I do a lot of like work as well like on snapchat and social media I posted I haven't done as much this year but I post like sponsorships that are if I have a code or an affiliation with like merchandise or any kind of product I have posted before on social media but ever since with COVID and like me graduating this spring I just kind of focused on school mm-hmm. um, but in terms of like you said background like where right. are you talking about like where i'm from yeah. okay because i know like you're you have a ethnic background mm-hmm. in like filipino right yeah yeah so i was actually born um in cebu philippines okay 1998 you feel me yeah, yeah. yeah. okay i'm a leo what are you i'm a sagittarius wow you know that's funny yeah i feel like the sides that i know are females and Mm -hmm. they're definitely more out there Mm -hmm. but i but you're larry i feel like it's very hard to define you in a good way yeah there's definitely a mysterious side yeah that's good it keeps people like intrigued i hear that a lot (laughs) yeah yeah i do get that a lot like people would be like well i mean not to talk about like there's just something more to find i feel like that's what i get from you okay but that's not the first time i've heard that actually But I'm born in the Philippines, um, in Cebu. I speak Bisaya. I would probably say that's my first language. Mm -hmm. But I also know um, Tagalog and Ilongo, in English, of course. Okay. Tagalog is basically our main language. So, like, kind of like here in the U.S., you know how you guys had to learn Spanish? Right. We have to learn Tagalog. It's, like, part of the curriculum and, like, history and stuff. So I know that I've definitely gotten better at it like over the years because I've exposed mm-hmm. myself to watching more like Filipino mm-hmm. uh, media. Where do you watch that at? Like through Instagram, like Ooh. through streaming services? See, or? No, not Instagram. Um, It's actually like through YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I've been so like immersed in American shows that I actually lost touch with like Filipino culture for like a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I ate the food, you know, my parents are Filipino, I spoke the language, but right. in terms of, like, being really in the loop of, like, what's going yeah. on, what kind of movies are out there, like, how we've culturally, like, like evolved, you know, like, I haven't been in touch since, like, literally this past year. Really? Where I really got back into it, and then I remembered, like, oh my god, I know how to speak Tagalog now, like, I'm, I was like, and you actually learn more just mm-hmm. by watching it. Okay. And, like, listening to it, like, you actually, you think, like, you wouldn't be able to grow more because, like, they taught you this in school. Like, what more could you learn? But if you're, like, really watching it, it it's different. And I think it's really interesting because I feel more, like, at home in a way once I'm watching, like, Filipino media. How often do you go home or, like, to the Philippines? Um, I have not been home. I, we try to go home every year. Okay. But I haven't been home since 2019 because, you know, right. COVID 
broke out 2020 so it really sucks and i've been trying to like have a, have some hope and like oh hey maybe this year maybe it'll be this year but like it just hasn't worked out with like all the travel bans and like the president is crazy yeah <laughs> in the philippines right now there's like really strict protocols so i feel like i have to wait a little bit longer but hopefully this year really hoping this year yeah for sure i hope i hope that works out honestly because like it sucks to hear about I wouldn't say it sucks, but it's interesting. It's really more interesting to hear about the government, the government side to the Philippines. What do you mean by like crazy? Um. Well. Like strict, because I know you probably don't have. Yes, the new president. I'm not really a fan of him. It's Duterte. I mm-hmm. mean, my dad has a lot of interest in him because I think my dad is a little bit more traditional and more of like, I don't know. I think the right term would be like authoritarian. Okay. Yeah. I think. I mean, we are, they're called the Republic of the Philippines, and we're supposed to be some sort of, like, democracy, but I feel like that's kind of questionable now, especially with his rule. There's been, I feel like he's done a very good job in terms of getting rid of, like, the drug problem in the Philippines. There's a lot of drug uh, trafficking, drug pushers, I would have never drug guessed sellers, that. it's really yeah. bad. Um, so I think he's done a good job in terms of, like, getting rid of that, but there's also, like, some ethical things where I'm having issues with because he's killing a lot of these drug pushers which obviously you kind of have to think of the context like a lot of these people are poor Mm -hmm. they come from um, not very well off like backgrounds you know most of the country is poor like in general we are developing now we're called a developing country now but you know some people are put in those situations and you know there's been a lot of like um, corrupt like killings and stuff and undocumented killings you know yeah. regarding that like under, under yes, the table that are not even um, that haven't been thoroughly investigated or it's, it's just unfair because they haven't had their trials or whatever that may be like um, mm-hmm. I guess in terms of like human rights I think that's my only issue because some people yeah. some people's like sons and um, daughters have been killed because just of like affiliation you know and it's like there's also like vigilantes like trying to do their own thing yeah. and kill other people you know for their like they're acting for their own cause yeah, yeah. like acting for the government you know and it, oh, it's okay. like yes and if they're not even actually like affiliated yes right that's kind of yes. yeah and, that's I, and I know this because I've written a couple on one of my papers on it and it's and a lot of them are like really corrupt like also government officials are corrupt as well um, who also like are doing um trafficking with the chinese so it's been it's i don't know how bad it is right now because i haven't been up to date right right but yeah i think that's probably my only issue about him like being president no you sound you sound way more informed than i do i i, would, <laughs> I feel like not even a lot of people no. well i think i know because i'm a poli science international mm-hmm. relations major i feel like i kind okay. of have to keep up with current events that's fair like at a certain extent but basically what you're saying is like uh or to take it further actually like the government and what's happening in the philippines isn't necessarily black and white like there are gray areas that need to be explored yeah and the thing is i'm i'm very fortunate because i'm i wasn't born you know like in poverty right and there's so many there's the amount of people who are um who have I would say make a decent, comfortable living, or I would like to call it, I don't like to say rich, 
are very very like, well, few, like probably less than 10 percent okay i don't know what the percentage is this year with covid and everything but i would, it could definitely fluctuate i didn't know sure. how bad like how much of my country struggled because i thought everybody lived like me i lived like in a gated house in the mm-hmm. philippines when i grew up so i thought everybody lived my lifestyle you know like me mm-hmm. like I, we had somebody like cooking for me um people cleaning for me like literally someone would shower me like when i was little yeah like i didn't even like wash myself like they would literally like lather me so you're like living like a princess okay (laughs) there's no royalty but i don't i I don't tell people that because it sounds so like no i don't want them to look at me some type of way but no yeah we had a cook and i still uh we had the same cook that actually worked for us since 1997 i think yeah she's been there since i was born wow she's the same cook um same guy who cuts our grass and runs our groceries she's actually married to him i call him manoy okay um yeah so he's he's still there a lot of our, I want to say maids, like that help, like people that help us around the house. Like nannies. And yeah, I, I, hate, I try not to say that word because it's so no, weird. I, I know, but it's, I like know to it, it's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of nannies, like I actually have one back home in the Philippines. She's like my second mom. I love her to death because I was actually separated from my, my parents for like five years because mm. they had left to, you know, go abroad first and with all like legal documents, immigrant like documentation, like just. In general, that process took years. So I lived with my grandparents at the time, um, who were in a business, a very successful business called the Nicario Trade Center in the Philippines. Shout out to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NTC. So I think that's also part of the reasons why I lived a very, very comfortable life. They definitely never made me feel like I was lacking or like struggling anything and, and or so, less yeah so that's why yeah. i think i was so filtered the way i looked at my country mm-hmm. um but yeah i had my nanny that took care of me her name is latin mm-hmm. and she actually raised my dad oh wow. yeah when she was 16 she started working for my family like the nicario family she i think she was 16 i believe or 17 and my dad was just months old so I think it's really cool that she watched like a lifetime before yeah, her eyes. She's you know, I think like, I tell her that all like, the time. That's so cool. Three generations. Like a ge- yeah, you watch yeah. like a whole like somebody like you watch somebody who went from a baby to like getting married, having their own kids, and she took care of us too. And we visit her, and she know I she calls me every week. I spoke to her yesterday, mm-hmm. and she you know like I'm in college, like this is the kids like kid yeah who's now in college that you're talking about getting married because she's already I'm already having questions about getting married. <laughs> So I think that's so cool, you know. She's definitely a second mom to me. She still looks out for me, like even when I'm um, abroad, like in the United States. So I feel like that's also one of the reasons why it's kind of hard not seeing her, you know. Because you feel anymore. the distance is yes. like a buffering, and you know, like people the time are getting zones. Older. People are getting older. And yeah, that's why I'm noticing. Like my grandma is still at home as well. Like getting cousins. older. Have you realized, like? the value of the connections that you actually have now yes that's what it sounded like to me yeah i feel like when i was younger like i was so focused on like having a quantity of friends like Mm. it was the most friends so why is that you're so popular you feel me i don't i think it's because of like was it like a natural gratification to you like from people's perception of you okay so i feel like it started like really bad like maybe middle school 
I had a lot of insecurities, and I think it's because, mm-hmm. like, the stuff that I was watching as well with, like, media and stuff. Okay. I think I was watching a lot of American movies with, like, the like the jock and stuff. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wanted to find one so bad. I wanted mm-hmm. to find my own jock. Blah, blah, blah. I wasn't even popular in middle school like that. Mm-hmm. Like, people knew me and stuff. Like, I was nice, but I was just... It wasn't my peak, you know. What I mean? No, yeah, for sure. You know, it was for definitely sure. not yeah. my, my. Nobody, if you peaked in middle school, I was like, hate no. to say it, but well, like you as not peaking now. now. Yeah, that is so true. You know, half of the people that I know that was so popular on Instagram and everything in middle school mm-hmm. are just low key like down, right? Yeah, down like you looking like some a, of them down bad. You're an average American. No. Yes. No, because I've been looking at how they're doing. Like, hey, don't oh, I wonder who X and Y is doing. Mm-hmm. And then you see them, and, like, I've seen some of them, all they're doing is, like, they're just, you know, they're selling drugs, or, like, they're not done with school, or, like... And nothing wrong with that. I mean, like, there's nothing... I mean, but, like, I wouldn't say there's nothing right with that, but I wouldn't say there's nothing, nothing wrong. wrong. Like, if you got to yeah. do what you got to do to make it by, as long as mm-hmm. you're not hurting people, but that is yeah. a very, like, blurred line to me when it turns it to, like, selling... Because I understand, like, I've seen people struggle and stuff, and, you know, at one point you get to be put in situations where you necessarily don't want to. But I feel like there's, there's, if there is a will, there's a way. That's there is a will. There, but you can't. see things. There Whether is that's a you will. working yeah. at Walmart, grinding an actual job, you know what I mean, getting tips at Olive Garden, you know, um, I would rather have that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I kind of want to talk about, um, kind of go into more of, you said the movies you were watching, like in yes. middle school, right? A lot. When I was watching look- American movies in the Philippines, I wasn't right. even here yet. Okay. So I think I had this, I had to prepare myself coming to the U.S. Mm. Like I remember I had to prepare my, I was so young, I think I was nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah, but I was still very immersed to Filipino culture because I talked to my friend like every day. Or not every you know, day, that's every crazy day. because like, you say you didn't come to America until around you were like nine or ten, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't come back to America until I was like 11. Mm. Yeah. Cause I I, where were you? I was living overseas in Rome at the time. Oh my yeah. God, I did not know that. Yeah. But yeah, just a lot of like, I, you know, that whole image of like the cheerleader, like the hottest girl, what a pretty girl should look like, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes. I hated mm-hmm. being Filipino for a long time. I hated being Asian. Because mm-hmm. they would associate you to be like, yo, you're Chinese, like Pokemon, and like fucking Naruto. Yeah. I hated that. Okay. Because at the time. Like, yeah, and I like I was like, bro, like I'm not Chinese. They would like call you like racist names, you know, mm-hmm. like they, like I grew up with that like in middle school just because this I was, was here in America or back yeah. over. In- um, well, in the Philippines, I never really struggled with, because you know everyone else. I went to a Catholic um private school in the okay. Philippines, but when I first moved here, I was playing like always like, I didn't even know there was a, such thing as middle school. That's also I'm. That's why also like I'm 23 and a senior. Right. I'm like two years older than like a typical senior. Yeah. There was like some sort of like grade. I guess like the way y'all did school was kind of like different. It was like disconnected. It like added more years for me. So like mm-hmm. middle school, obviously, like I never heard of that. So I had to go to middle school. Okay. Here. And then I think that's where a lot of just, that was just bad. Because I feel like I had so much like insecurities like in middle school. Like, I, I thought I was ugly. It was just so bad. You know, though, that, that moment yeah. when you're just, like, you hit puberty at that, those years, too. You find it hard to appreciate, like, who you are developing into at the time. Yes, because like, I'm also, over, I was so skinny. Right. Like, everyone was like, oh, everyone's talking about, like, having a fat ass and, like, mm-hmm. this and that. And, like, I was so skinny. I was so petite. Was that like, the I first time? Like, I still am time? now, but, like, I definitely didn't develop like that. Right. You know, at that time. 
Yeah, but was that like the first time you realized the difference in standards yes, of living? Yes, or li- standards of living, standards of, of beauty, right. standards of what's attractive and what's ugly. Yeah, because I remember in the Philippines, you know, what's attractive is like something frail, something innocent, something mm-hmm. with the essence of of pureness. Right. So it would be like a very like a Victoria's Secret kind of like body type like we're all skinny like we're, most filipinos are skinny okay yeah because i guess it's our diet so a lot of them will be like shaped like you know very slim very like victoria's secret like slim angelina jolie yeah um pale fair skin um even though most filipinos aren't but we associate like the color of your skin with status okay so we thought that um what is the big diet? eyes i guess big eyes yeah for what what is the filipino diet um, well, like what would it consider mm, or a lot like, of rice right. um, we actually do eat a lot of meat mm-hmm. so like adobo chicken adobo lumpia which is like our mm, version chicken of adobo. spring roll yeah. our version of spring roll lechon which is like roasted pig okay. a lot of it is actually meaty but we also eat a lot of fish right and like soy with rice mm-hmm. so I think that's why we're not very heavy like built I guess yeah because how many times would you guys or on average, how many times would someone eat a day in the Philippines? Um, Twice, three. Once? I think me, it was more uniform for me because mm-hmm. they would say like in the intercom in my household. This mm-hmm. isn't a typical Filipino's household. No, I yeah. wouldn't say. Um, they would say in the intercom that like, oh, breakfast is ready or like lunch is ready. I ate three meals when I was um, like living in the Philippines. I, I would even like snack in between some maybe like four. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I think that's why I was kind of like a little chubby, you feel me? I had a little baby fat, you feel me? Tiffany was digging in, you know, eating good. So, I ate four, like three to four. And I think it's because part of, like I said, like it was kind of scheduled. Like the cook like would say like, oh, this is ready. This is ready. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm in the States, like especially I only eat twice a day, like two meals. Sometimes yeah. even one because I'm so busy. No, I feel it's that. It's so weird. It is to weird. To think about it. Cause I'm they want you to like, be busy. It's so busy, not just with like school, but just with life in general. Life in general, yeah. Like, I feel like I even forget to eat sometimes. Right. You know, it's just so scary. But going back to like why you're here now, mm-hmm. you know, you say you're going to school. Mm-hmm. And you're, you said, what's your major again? Something I have two. So political science political and science. international studies. Right. So I feel like, I feel like things are kind of coming around full circle, you know? Because actually like this is what I'm hearing right now. Um, you kind of like lost um, that connection with your parents for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And that was like not... Family in general, yeah. Yeah, family in general. And it's something you couldn't control due to like, standards of living and law right mm-hmm. so now we fast forward like five ten five ten years later right and you're actually indulging in like political science yes. law so like what's pulling you to that for real uh, are you talking about like like, like the why study. i wanted to get yeah. into this field yeah oh that's tough i had a complicated relationship actually with that okay i didn't i never initially wanted to go to law school i actually wanted to be a cardiothoracic surgeon okay I mean, my parents are in the medical field, but I want to do something bigger and better. Right. But then I, I was like, uh, it's there's a lot of work put into that, it, when, especially when you have like life in your hands. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I just figured like it wasn't for me because I, 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 I'm not really good with chemistry, physics, and I figured that out 
the hard way kind of like in high school when I took AP classes like AP physics and stuff I was like not for me which is I'm glad I figured it out at a pretty like early stage you know instead of like diving into it here um but I would say what got me into like law or like I think it's mostly like morality and like ethics okay I really like the concept of that yeah um in the in terms of like just learning of like why laws are created why we act a certain way and have a code of conduct like a social contract in society and i've also been really naturally good with um i was on like debate teams in high school okay so i think i just kind of like flew into that direction and i really woke up one day and was like oh this is the one for me right it felt organic i like wanted to like do like fashion and stuff which i still kind of in my head where i would love to do in the side because I'm not a very symmetrical person no yeah I'm so like there's so many different facets and I I, I want to do streetwear too even mm-hmm. like if I could do if I could represent like a company or like be a representative for like law like in terms of like business with a like streetwear company or any fashion based company I would definitely do it for sure and I feel like you're willing to make those sacrifices because you, you you're already making them now but you've been surrounded by sacrifice your whole life, yeah. you know? Especially with my mom. Right. Like, my mom actually, I, I tell, I think her, I tell, I tell her all the time that her story is kind of like Cinderella because she, my, my dad was the wealthy one. Like, okay. Yeah, and she was like, she did, she just lived like a regular, like, Filipino, like, citizen. Like, didn't mm-hmm. live very simply and humbly on mm-hmm. my mom's side. And she met my dad. And I was like, now she's all bougie. Like, <laughs> she, I think that's no for real. Like it's so bad. I think mm-hmm. I actually got it from her. But I there's I think, nothing wrong with that. I think that's also why I have a good balance because my mom actually lived that way, and she mm-hmm. taught me like, you know, don't forget like where you come from. Right. Like, like there's too, pros there's and cons to this. There's people out there who 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 would enjoy like a a dollar McChicken sandwich rather than like a Jeff Ruby steak. You know. Mm-hmm. That's why I also like I don't know. My friends always tell me, like, I'm very good at, like, finishing my food. Yeah. Like, I'll lick a plate clean. It's just, like, it's because I grew up, like, with my aunts and aunties, uncles, whatever you want to call them, nannies. Like, they would always, like, guilt trip you if you didn't finish your food. Okay. Because, you know, there's always someone, some kid in the street in the Philippines who would die for that grain of rice right now. Yeah. So I'm very, very good. Like, no matter how full I get, I try to, I definitely lick my plate clean. Yeah. So that's just one of those things. Just kind of be humble and be, be more grateful. Yeah. Just and wanting that's, more all the time. Yeah, that's a life lesson. For real. Yeah. Because yeah. in America, I, there's definitely a time where I'm so caught up with materialistic stuff. Because, you know, in America, it's like the mentality is the American dream. American dream, oh, chase your bag. Get as much money mm-hmm. as you can. You know what I'm saying? Do you struggle with that? Yes. Personally? Yes, and yeah. I still do. I'm so I'm I'm struggling in terms of like spending wise because I always want more, which is good. It's good mm-hmm. to want more. It makes mm-hmm. you work hard more. It gives you more motivation. Got to get more, but but at the same time, if you get caught up with so much superficial and materialistic stuff, you do lose in touch with like more organic, like meaningful things. So like mm-hmm. maybe like relationships or connections with people mm-hmm. you know and start people start looking at you as a commodity because mm-hmm. you have nice things they want right. to know you and you you actually see that from the inside out yeah and you don't you don't realize that until like people want to be friends with you oh because you know this person because you, you oh i heard you got shoes you got this and that and it's like 
definitely been more scared of like putting people on. I like I don't mind helping people, you know. Yeah. Doing. But you don't want to feel used. Yes, because yeah. I've that's happened before more than three times, mm-hmm. and it would hurt me. So then I would start acting funny around people. It makes it hard for you to like be your genuine self. Yes. Because you don't know what people yeah, really so then want probably from you thinking, like, oh, she's, she's just, she's bougie. She's just, she's not going to talk to me. But mm-hmm. the thing is, I'm just protecting myself. Because what do you want from me? Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I kind of was forced to do that. Because I'm nice to everybody. Yeah. But I can't be too nice. And my mom taught me that. Because people will take advantage of you. They do. So. How do you disconnect from that? <clears throat> Being seen as, like, a commodity. And oh. you trying to be you. Like, where do you find your place of balance? Ooh, like, mentally, or even, like, spiritually, like, what do you do? Um, Outside from, like, social media and, like, school. Like, know? how I find my inner peace to yeah. like manage both sides of myself? Yeah, because oh, that's, that's, that's kind of hard, you know? Um, I think I've learned to be okay with being, like, by myself. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest breakthroughs I've had because I'm a Leo I like to go out I like to party I'm very so yeah you got energy to being on like the limelight <laughs> you know if people say what's yeah. up I'm be like yo what you, up yeah, and I literally hold a conversation for like 30 minutes mm-hmm. and I would do that to avoid thinking yeah being in my feelings okay and I think COVID is the one thing that really taught me that it's okay to be to 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 self-reflect to really be in your emotions if you're sad and you're alone like there's nothing wrong i was just scared to like feel the actual impact you know and it was tough with covid it was rough especially when we were sent home so was that self-taught or did you have i mean obviously it sounds like it was self-taught but prior to that do you feel like you've had people in your life that's tried to teach you that along the way no. Or was that something you really had to like I feel sit like down? Everyone and... just wanted something from me. Because mm. if I'm looking at it from a broad scope, like even before this social media thing blew up, I knew a lot of like football players and basketball players, people on the track team. Right. And I remember girls would just want to be friends with me because they wanted to get with you know who wanted some sort of connection wanted to get put on right. or just wanted to be in the same scene this like same circle uh, yeah and yeah. It, it, they would only want to hang out with me because they would be like oh is yada yada there and it would make me feel terrible you know so then right. I stopped being friends with girls I just avoided if any like female wanted some sort of interaction or some sort of like relationship with me I was like no so I, I keep I keep a very small circle of girlfriends like mm-hmm. probably just to like Kiera and Juliet mm-hmm. and this girl named Tyra mm-hmm. and a lot of them my friends are guys right yeah also because probably I feel like they don't use me like in a way that like some girls, girls would, would. yeah right because at the end of the day even if they try to get with me which a good amount of them did that's why I'm like friends with them now because I have friends with them <laughs> <laughs> they both have been like how do you know all these people I'm like bro yeah. It's, we're right. friends because he tried to get with me, but no. Yeah. I'm more. You're more controlled when you're saying no with a guy, you know. Mm-hmm. But with girls, it can be very manipulative, and it's hard to tell sometimes because you're a girl yourself. Okay. So I think that's where yeah. it gets complicated. But a lot of my friends are guys. Um, they're they definitely do stupid things, you know, like all that. But they've never. I've never felt like they pushed the boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some have. I'm not okay. gonna lie. Okay. And I've cut off a good amount. 
But I feel like I'm more in control if it's like a guy. You know what I mean? Because if I voice something, they they can't do anything about it. Yeah, I feel like that sounds like woman power right there. That's real. That's real woman power for real. Like, have you recognized you have that power? Like as of lately. Not in the in a way that's that you like just you said it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, you just like, so gave me like an, an awakening. I was yeah. like, wait, hold on, because like you. Yeah, I never looked at it that way. I, was just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe now that okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I feel like I actually have more power when I'm dealing with a with a man, like or mm-hmm. a guy. Of course, they're going to be way more willing to listen to an extent, and that's also. And by I think default. that's also just because of my personality. Yeah, exactly. I'm very like a dominating, like naturally. Yeah. So that's why I feel like sometimes maybe some girls like will talk to me because I have heard some people like guy would tell me like they think I look like a bitch at first, <laughs> or like a girl will tell me that because mm-hmm. I'm like oh I guess my face is just intimidating, or they say like the way I dress, but I'm like, it's just my self expression, you know. Yeah, I mean? I've never so said. So. Like, oh, I'm better than you. you know? no. It's just, I, that's just me every day. Right. You feel me? Like, my roommate's like, you can't crazy stop a shiner from like, shining. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, bags, bags. You know? That's just me every day. But I, I guess I understand, you know, because I, I'm definitely not, like, average, I guess, in terms of, like, when you see somebody. No, like, you don't see yourself like as average. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they can feel that. And yeah. it's intimidating. So maybe I was like, okay, then, then I, I won't blame you for that. No. But I never understood it for it's hard it's hard to like really how can i say not make people feel less when you know you are more you know what i'm saying okay yeah you know what i'm saying yeah without being cocky as well or right. without being like oh she's she thinks she's like she's just better than everybody else she's, yeah but that's really but, just not the case here no i just i know i feel like i just walk every day like i, I know my worth Mm-hmm. I know what I want. I know what I'm here for. So I, I feel like some people are uncomfortable with that, and that's okay. Yeah, you know, it is okay. Some people are still figuring that out themselves. So like, maybe they're not ready for that energy from me. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, like that's fine. You know, just don't like have an assumption and pull me down with you if you're not there yet. Right. That's my only thing. Yeah, for sure. So now we're like walking through life, and it took you a while to figure out who you were as a person, but what is something that you've been like, kind of struggling with in this moment? Like right now? Yeah. Ooh, I would, I would probably say love. Okay. That's a big one right now. Yeah. Um, and I'm also struggling with being okay with the unknown because you know, I'm graduating this spring mm-hmm. and I think about this every day. I'm actually really stressed out about what the next move is, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm gonna apply, you know, to work as a, like, you know, somewhere like in the legal field, like maybe a legal assistant for a law firm at first before going to law school. Right. I'm still trying to study for the entrance exam, like the LSATs. So I think that in between period right now is that the unknown is what I'm really struggling with. Cause I'm very, like I said, I know what I want, so I have everything planned out always. And it's mm-hmm. worked out for me since high school. Okay. Like, everything that's happened now, I've, I've knew, and I've planned in high school. Right. Since high school. But in college, it's different. It, it's... It's like a lack of control. so much. Yeah, it's different. So, I think just basically those two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I like how you said you really are. We are building a lot right now. And I think we fail to recognize that. 
in the moment. This is like one of our most, this is like the prime of our years. It is. It's hard, it's hard to find or really like appreciate love. I feel like in this moment too. It's so bad. Not just in this moment, I feel like this generation is is so bad. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And people are always like, oh my God, you got all these dudes, you got all the hoes. Oh, cool. But, but like you go through so many of the same personality in different bodies. Right. It's so like you actually feel more lonely. Yeah. And people would think like oh, you're on social media and all these athletes are hitting up like verified check marks and stuff like on Instagram. Like, yeah, it'll flatter me for like maybe 20 minutes, 20 mm-hmm. seconds. You feel me? But like that it gets to the point where it's just like so repetitive and you're so like over finding the same, the same substance that's just negative. Yeah. The same toxicity there's with no different excitement. people. There's no excitement. You're just not flattered anymore. Yeah. And I did come to a point where nothing flattered me anymore. So I was very cold mm-hmm. to some of the guys. Like they would tell me that I was mean. Like the yeah. ones that were actually trying to get to know me. Right. They were like, oh, like you're so cold hearted. You're so mean. But I don't mean to be. I was. I just no. had like a. A, a, a wall up. yeah like you think you'd open one and there would be another one is that somebody that's what some one of the guys told me mm. they said oh i unlocked something and they thought i was like oh shit there's actually another one yeah okay. which i'm like well i would also like that because there's you know you gained that from experience as well i've had a couple guys that definitely wanted me for the wrong reasons and and would talk about it you know and have bragging rights and you would think the girl you would be doing that because if i told you who it was right now you'd be like you know Mm. what i mean and it's guys who have some sort of status i guess you would call to college society Mm -hmm. they look at them a certain type of way because they play a sport or they do something so you know i definitely had one bad experience where it really woke me up what did it it turned me cold what for a long time yeah what do you mean by woke you up? As in, like, it woke me up as a woman. Oh, Like, okay. uh, he chased me for probably a year, like, mm-hmm. through social media before he even got here. And then, you know, I got here and I realized he obviously just wanted to, you know, hook up, you feel me, and do stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's crazy. It really taught me, like, how people will go through the ends of the earth waiting a year. Mm-hmm. Do you just want something like that? Yeah. I mean, it was flattering. I was like, damn, like, you really, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You really applied that pressure. But, like, just to do that? Yeah, you didn't want anything. And more. he kind of guilt-tripped me into doing things, you know? Oh, and and, okay. and I think that's where I felt... I don't want to say it was assault because, obviously, like, I, I it was my choice given. Mm-hmm. But if you pressure like somebody, coercion. he guilt-tripped me into doing it. I definitely yeah. didn't want to do it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I did it because I was like, I felt bad. He made me feel bad. Right. So I did it. You know what I mean? Just with, And then I will, I remember just waking up this, the next day and I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. Because mm. I was so disgusted in myself. Because, like, why? that was the first time where I did something and I allowed myself to do something I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I lost myself. It was rough. It was really rough. And I remember sending him a long message because he also started talking about it like oh tiffany like mm-hmm. i blah, blah, blah with tiffany and i was like why are you bright like you look like yeah. a child if anything i Thanks. should be talking about you because of who you are right but i respect real. you as a person i never said a word and my roommates didn't even know what was going on like I, they noticed i was sad they but they didn't know what the hell was going on i yeah. didn't i didn't tell anybody but it no, was I, feel that. I sent him a message and no reply long message long message about 
how wrong it was yeah of what he did and how i felt mm-hmm. no reply no i feel that I but feel that. karma hit him in his own way okay he's out there doing okay i wouldn't say he definitely went down which taught me a lot. Which I didn't want to be like, okay, fucking karma. You no. know what I'm saying? Like, but you oh, stayed true to who that. you were. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I was like, that just really shows you like that the way you move will really come back to you. Okay. Regardless. Yeah. Like, I, I never wished him, like, oh, I wish he freaking doesn't achieve this. No. Nah. You know, like in the league or if, if he doesn't achieve this in life. I never wished bad on him even though I was so close to like wishing him like negativity mm-hmm. because of what he did to me but no I just was just like I just took myself away from that um, space and you know he's okay right now he's not at his top mm-hmm. at his best but he's doing okay okay which I know he didn't want that's why I was like I hope he learned from me even though I hope even though he didn't reply, I know he read it. Mm-hmm. I hope he that let that set inside him, like set in him, to never treat somebody else like that. Yeah, as long as like we're growing from these relationships. I hope he grew yeah. like from me. Yeah. You know what I mean. And that's a good way to look at it. That's exactly. Yeah. I don't that's wish a, him that's any positive. Any hell, like yeah. any malice, no nothing. Yeah. Because I feel like if you think that way, you're just not gonna feel good about yourself. Either. No, you're not. You're just gonna be having all that pent up negativity, and it's just gonna stress you out. Yeah. yeah, it woke me up to just... But at first, it woke me up in a bad way, like I told you. Yeah. I was very like cold. Shock. I was very cold. I was mean. The coldest the In shock. terms yeah. of, like, not giving people chances and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but then at the same time, once I actually, like... One of your encounters, eventually, you're going to fall for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I fell for somebody. And then he really opened my eyes to, like, how the way I acted and stuff. And, like... Which is good that he, like, I hated it, you know what I mean? And I, was, and I, and I like, would fight him over it. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, why would you say that? I was like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. And then you would sit there, because you actually care about the person, do you care what he says? Mm-hmm. And then I would think, and I'm like, wow, like, that is me. I did do that. I acted that way. And then I would think about why I acted that way. And so then I... So, yeah, he was the one that actually got you thinking. Yes, and yeah. he actually... He woke you up. He didn't even go here. He played for another school. And I got into a relationship with him. And I don't know. I feel like I am trying to be more open and grow. So you're just coming out of that. Yes, very recently. Yeah. I'm coming out of that stage of being, oh, like, I'm a bad bitch. Like, you can't fucking touch me. Which is good to have. It is. But if it's too, obviously, everything comes with a balance. If you're yeah. too that, mm-hmm. people are not attracted to, like, too much cockiness. You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like at one point, I was getting to that point. You couldn't see it. But, like, if you were trying to talk to me, like, as, like, if you were interested in me, you would feel it. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. I've definitely gotten better in terms of being in touch with more emotions and being more open to, like expressing to, yeah. to, to guys like your real like person like your feminine like it's okay to be vulnerable yeah. I, I really struggled with that a lot and the guy that I just cut off recently um, taught me that you know it's okay to be vulnerable even though he wasn't himself because he was scared because I wasn't vulnerable mm. so it, it was just a back and forth thing but yeah. at this point I feel like I'm I'm very not I'm not afraid to jump the gun so I was like Screw it. Like, let's be more in touch with our emotions. Right. You'll never know who you're going to find. And you, if your intentions are pure, 
you know, why why are you worried? Right, so why would you really, be worried? That's what I've been on now. Yeah, facts. And I, I feel that 100%. Like, you know, we like, we like each other. Like, mm-hmm. why are we playing surface level? Yes. Let's might as well just, like, get to the it's point. It's so bad yeah. because I allowed that to happen with somebody mm-hmm. last year. And I went back and forth with him for months. And it still hurts sticking to this. I actually just blocked him a few days ago. Because mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah, at one point, you just had the last straw. You can't. You just can't. It's just that... Kind of what you said, like, why are we on games for? Like, right. why are you telling me that this could be something special, but you won't fully express yourself? And he'll say, I don't know. And then will tell me that I'm mean because I'm I'm cold and I won't express it. Well, well I don't know what you're intended. Why do you expect me to give myself first? Right. That's my thing, though. It's, I don't mind giving myself first if I was the one who wanted you first. Okay. This sure. person chased me. Yeah, to the end of the earth type. To, yes, yeah. again, this is another one. This is yeah. another one too. And surprisingly, he's a freaking athlete. God forbid. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I ghosted him multiple times, months too. There would be periods with like three months, four months, a whole semester where we wouldn't speak because I'm not about that. Yeah. I just leave the situation. I I subtract myself from the situation without any word. Right, because like you don't want to spaz out. I'm protecting my peace, right. and I, I'm not about to be looking crazy. Yeah. I'm. You're not worth that energy for me, so I'm not gonna do that. Exactly. And so, but he always found a way to come back. And at first, it's like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Tiffany, at this point, when he came back a few weeks ago, and I, I was like, you're letting him at this point. Mm-hmm. Look at it. Right. And that's another thing I learned. Accountability. For sure. Can Don't play the victim. I don't like playing the victim, but because that's why I'm that's just like, okay, well, you're letting him, bitch. Like, but yeah, because Tiffany, you, you, like, you can't be, keep doing that now. You sound stupid telling the same story to your friends. But think about it. Like, you look stupid because you're allowing him to freaking slip back in. Right. So that's why sure. I like really took the responsibility. I took him off of everything. Mm-hmm. I cried about it for about ten minutes, and then <laughs> I was like, "That's it. Yeah. I've been fine ever since." Yeah, one hundred. Because you know, it felt really good, kind of like that empowering moment that you were talking you need about that. earlier. When you're in control, I feel like that's when you pick yourself up from like that pity party. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what I did. One hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where we're just going to let it, like, live, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm still struggling, but um, I feel like it's going up, though. Yeah, as you know long as you're making those like, steps. There is a step. I was just struggling in a straight line at that time because it was yeah. just repetitive. The same thing, same thing. Same person, same situation, same toxicity. But this time, I'm struggling in terms of, like, just looking and being more open. There's people right now that are trying to get to know me. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been very... Uh, let's just say like open I'm not saying no and I'm not saying yes right now yeah. to people Yeah. in terms of access like they're talking to me I'm talking to them back I'm giving you if you're applying pressure I'm gonna give it back that's how mm-hmm. I work you know it's, yeah. takes it's two to tango yeah. <laughs> it takes two to tango you yeah. know one other person just dancing she, he gonna be dragging you to the ballroom what the hell yeah, you know what I mean so that's what I'm crazy. on right now I'm nothing too crazy you know, because I'm also very focused on graduating. That's the number one thing right now. Yeah, that's Graduating is the number one thing that I'm focused with. Getting ready to start a new life. Mm-hmm. Which is scary. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of around that point. Because aren't you a junior? No, I'm a senior. Or No, wait, what are you? Because yeah. I know your track was a little bit different because you did switch a major. Yeah. Or a minor. If what I'm being honest, like, I've been like, 
I wouldn't say I've been like fucking up, but like my college career has not been the cleanest. Like the way you wanted to go. Yeah, definitely not the way I wanted to go. Not the way I imagined it to go. But like, why would you say that? Is it because of COVID or just you not yourself? Uh, no, it's actually crazy. I think it has to do more with like self. Like there's times, like me coming to school, I knew I was gonna grow, but throughout those times, I realized that I was growing and making changes. So mm-hmm. it's really me trying to find a way to like stay flexible. If like if I had to tell someone else about my college career, the one thing I've learned so far is to like really stay flexible mm-hmm. and like That's allow, a good one. yeah, like allow flexibility, and like and like really. Not everything has to be set and fixed. No, exactly. Because I said the same thing about you and me planning stuff. Mm-hmm. I would always, I'm still kind of like that, but I'm more flexible. Mm-hmm. Kind of like yourself, like some sort of like fluidity. Like yeah, just, just stay fluid. Not be so like constrained, bro. Like don't be so tense. Like, no, yeah. Just sometimes like live in the moment, go with the flow, maybe make plans. Oh, let's grab dinner tonight. Maybe we didn't plan it two days ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just be okay with living. Exactly. And not have everything so fixed. Because I feel like if you do that, you you miss out on like organic things, natural things that could 100%. happen, natural relationships, you know? Like yeah. just not everyone is gonna wanna like, oh, wanna go to dinner at four PM at this time, this time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I used to be like that all the time, like especially but if it I was, was busy. It was really more flexibility in terms of uh switching like majors. Um, kind but just of, with life, like decisions as well. Yeah, life decisions. Like I'm always the type of person that's always like on go, like me. If, like I, that's really me. Like me I'll too. pop up. Like as long as you send me like, an invite, if I'll you show just up. Go, yeah, go, yeah. go, go, yes. Yeah, here. for real. But I don't like being at home. I didn't want to stay put. No. But I also did that for defensive reasons. Yeah. For, for myself. Yeah, for real. So like, yeah. <laughs> like I didn't want to feel things, so I didn't want to be alone, like ever. I get that. I wanted to be in the scene. I wanted to be involved. Yeah, that's the, the yeah. In hindsight, or in contrast, I'm more of like the person that would rather be alone. Like I like being by myself, like being in solitude. Really. Yeah, like that's why I feel like you don't really see me a lot. Yeah. Cause like I don't. Like I like. It's like it. I do what I don't. You exactly, really? yeah. It's very in between. It is in between. I can't say oh, I see you every fucking day. No. But then I see you often as well, like every week. You know, yeah. you different times of the day. Yeah. Because either you're going to lunch or you're grabbing something for errands, you're going to Target or something, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah. Like I'm out, but I'm not out. But I'm not. Yeah. That's, so. But that's good though, because you're unpredictable. Yeah. Which is a good thing. That's how I want to be. I don't be. like it when people have a narrative of me. Yeah. Trust me, I, I hear a lot. Every Honest, fucking week. Yeah. <laughs> every week. Jesus Lord. Same narrative. So help this woman. Literally, I just. Yeah. Nah. If anything, like I think it's funny how we met too because um, it was like what freshman or soft. I think it was sophomore year, and I don't know. We were like coming out the cafeteria, but I never imagined, like us like coming to this point. Really? No, Why? No, like, I want to hear your perspective. Like coming on a podcast. But let's hear your perspective. What was your no. first impression when you when you met me or like seen me? Like so, be honest. Like I want no, to be I'm gonna blown. Be, no, I'm going to be full blown honest. Because I've heard some wild stuff. Yeah. And it's interesting to me. I just saw like a dope ass person. No way. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm being very serious. Really? Like, 
like I knew like when it came to like the clothes and like like the exterior mm -hmm. I'm just like okay like yeah she's cool but like mm -hmm. I knew there was more to you when I first met you because like like you said had mentioned earlier like the clothes you wear and like what you're doing is really just they like don't a, match, don't it they? doesn't exactly it's just a form they of expression so I'm just like okay like she's wearing this but like like why she with, else she don't act all bougie you know what I mean no yeah you know what there's I'm definitely saying? some things where I'm like you know but I'm I'm not aligned with with my exterior like mm -hmm. at all yeah and I think that's how it should be like because if Me anything too, you're just playing that. you're just having fun yes. with like your identity I don't like you're not making that your identity normal right I don't like being I don't, I don't think I don't being think the word is symmetrical but like I think yeah. linear I don't yeah. like being linear, being mm -hmm. so just straight, being the same with everything, being so constant. I'm, I like to surprise people. And even sure. with the way I dress, that's what I do. People say they don't, they never know what colors I'm wearing. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you've seen me with all kinds of colors. I don't know, because I like to stop. I don't know. I like to make people think. I like to confuse people. Yeah. I like to surprise yeah. you with like some sort of abruptness with my, whether it's my shoes or whatever the yeah. hell is going on with my hair or whatever jacket, whatever piece of clothing that I have. For sure. Because I feel like, I don't know, I just, I don't like being, I think it's so boring. I really yeah. don't want to be You're boring. You're just, just putting so fun in your life. Yeah. yeah. With just little things. Little things, little yeah, little exactly. Things, and I think that's what makes it so enjoyable. Exactly. And I think it, it's so funny because people always ask me, they're like, oh, are you from New York or like LA? Mm -hmm. Like, no. I mean, I, I go to LA right. often. But, like, I'm, no, I'm not even from there. I'm from, straight from the Philippines and came to Kentucky. You yeah. Feel like, <laughs> Kentucky, you feel me? Like, ain't nothing, yeah. no journey in between. Yeah, for real. Like, I really made myself just by picking and choosing. Because I definitely didn't dress like this. I didn't start dressing like this probably till college even because I've, I couldn't even express myself in high school. I went to a Catholic school. Right. So, you know, wore Sperry's. A plaid skirt, calf socks, mm -hmm. and like poli. That was not the move. Yeah. It was cute on some days, but yeah, obviously, like, like that's every day, every day, every day. And on top of that, I was such a scholastic like person. Like you know, growing up in a foreign household, that stressed out a lot. So I, all I did was like I did clubs, and then I went home, went to bed, and then I mean I didn't really have a social life either until junior or senior year. Okay. Yeah, it would take a lot for my dad. I begged the hell out of him to let me go to a football game. I, I would get a 30-minute lecture about getting pregnant and drugs. Oh, yeah. Every, every time I went out. Tight. And I didn't really get any, like, rights with, like, going out um, until then either. Yeah, so generally speaking. And maybe that's why I went crazy for a freshman and sophomore year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you're really just getting out of, like, your shell. Like, yes. Yeah, it was, like, my yeah. true, like, you're on your own, but it's also everything is all on you. Right. So that I was also scared, you know. What I mean? Yeah, that's a lot to balance. Yeah, for the my parents. I mean, my parents never really told me what to do in high school because I was a good kid. Like I, I didn't. They never, not once, have they told me to do my homework or like do this or I go to bed early because I just did it regardless. Okay. Like I was a very good. I was a straight Structure. student. Yeah, I took AP classes, and I don't know. And I think it was that fear of like disappointing your parents that made me that way. Okay. And then I really got to fully express myself now that I'm in college, now that I figure out that, hey, I can do this. Like, I can still be myself and be on my shit, you know, like, just be on my grind. Yeah. So, it took a while to balance both, but I'm, I'm, I'm at peace now in terms of balancing, like, school, social media, and just 
socializing, like partying, or like getting to know more people. Yeah, it's a practice. It is. Yeah. It was tough. So. It's a practice. Because that's a lot to like throw at you at one time. Like, we didn't even really talk about how, like, your social media did blow up. Like, how did that blow Bro, up? Bro, everybody keeps asking yeah. me that, and I don't know how to answer that okay. because it's like, it's like asking, like, Charlie D'Amelio how she blew up. She does oh. dances. Okay, you, yeah, I got you. You feel you. me? Yeah. They don't know happened. either. Yeah. They don't know either okay, for real. Okay, I got you. But, but in my case, I think it it's because... I was posting a lot of like fashion, like aesthetic, mm -hmm. but then I also knew people, like mm -hmm. connections. Like I knew like athletes, people in LA mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so I think that helped me like grow. Organically. Yeah, because yeah. I think it started with all like shoes particularly. Okay. Number one would be shoes and like affiliations, connections, um, my aesthetic. Cause I think um, I got a lot of people, I remember the first time I like blew up would probably like, I'd say this was like the prime where it was so overwhelming that I even struggled with like like haters and stuff <laughs> um, but it was I think it was sophomore year like maybe like fall of sophomore year a little bit of freshman year but like not too crazy but I think it was really bad like sophomore year like oh everyone knows Tiffany Tiffany this Tiffany that oh well, there's so many rumors I literally was like girls hated me would follow me on Snapchat, but would never speak what, to me in person. Yeah, that's weird. It was so bad. Like, it, every every man's girlfriend thought that I was coming for their man. And I was like, bro, like, what is going yeah. on? And then when literally, I, I would literally cry myself to sleep because, like, people would hate me. Because I was also fixated on, like, everyone had to like me. Mm -hmm. Because at one point, a lot of dead people, like, you know, a lot of people follow your social media. So you get that gratification. Yeah, like, oh, my God, people like me. And, like, you're, you feel like you're validated through that. And then, were, then, and then you forget and that I was young too. That I didn't know there was hate that came with it, mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to like handle it. And yeah. I cared about too much what people think at the time. And Snapchat at the time did not have like certain settings where you couldn't, like where subscribers, where you could okay. control. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can control like if subscribers can like reply to my public story. Yeah. For I, sure. And some days I can turn it off. You know what okay. I mean? Some days I leave it on. You feel me? But Snapchat, then again, technology back then didn't filter a lot of, like, hate speech, hate symbols, didn't, you couldn't, like, report people, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. everybody could just, just literally go, go with, like, like, add you on Snapchat. Yeah. You, you, you couldn't subscribe. So, you know, I think it was just probably one of those things where it's a growing Perfect time. experience yeah. with, like, time in general. Yeah, time. So, I think it basically just blew up with that, with, like, aesthetic, I, I mean, aesthetic, and, like, I feel like I was constantly posting as well. Okay. I was very active on Snapchat. For sure. So. That's wild. And people would say my stories were funny. I'm like, am I funny? <laughs> I guess I am. Especially now, that's what they enjoy like my Q and A's on Snapchat. Because mm -hmm. people always say different. Yeah, they wow. be saying some oh weird stuff. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's yeah. so weird. Nah, that do don't be making I'm, no sense. Yeah, some of them are so yeah. out of pocket. Yeah, they I'm are like, out of pocket. It's crazy because they're strangers that literally don't know you. Yeah. And will. Say something so like disgusting, like some vulgar. Yeah, that's what and I'm like. How like, do you look at somebody and just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna sit here and type this and send it to yeah. this person"? I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that thing is just baffles me. If anything, you'd be day. highlighting the freaking fucked up parts of America. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a well, in American culture. Yeah. Oh my god. So, like, it, there's yeah. definitely somewhere I'm just like, why? And but then there's also a lot of people who send you love, and people who are actually like asking for advice. Which I is funny because I do be struggling myself and they think, and it's funny, it's like people who don't know you from whatever, somewhere, 
but I had somebody, I think this person was in New Zealand or something, they had asked me a question. I was like, mm-hmm. bro, you literally watch me and you're all the way over there. Like, why do you give a shit about me? Yeah. I literally go to UK and I study and I like, <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing anything life-changing, something right. like, like politically relevant or mm-hmm. like not starting a movement. I literally just do shoes, you know what I mean? So Got it's it. like, or like aesthetic fashion funny stuff, whatever that may be. Just living. You want to call me. Just living. I literally yeah. just post my, like, my... Yeah, At this I, point, I don't even think it's fashion. I think I just literally post my life. Yeah. Like, for real. Because I post, like, what I buy. Like, if I buy shoes, people always, like, what'd you get this time? Or, like, can you tag this person? Or, like, I'm like, yeah, sure. Or, like, where'd you get this? Um, How do you know? Blah, blah, blah. I post, like, basketball games, too, because I have a lot of people, like, who like basketball as well. Tight. And I know actually I probably actually have a good knowledge of basketball a little bit. I really like it. Um, food snaps. I have people because I I like to post like plant based food sometimes or like just my lifestyle in general. But it's weird like people actually like re- religiously watching that. Yeah. Because you can that kind of kinda... see sometimes people's names like who will watch. Oh, it. constantly. And there's yeah. a pattern, and you're like, oh my god, people will like religiously like are dedicated. Like, to are these stalkers it. or like? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, there's definitely some moments where you're like, that's kind of creepy. But at the same time, it's like I do the same thing. I watch Kim K. You feel me? Oh, I watch Kylie Snapchat. Yeah. I watch like um, like a lot of off whites like posts and stuff, and I do that every day. So I'm like, it's just my perspective from the inside. Yeah. So I think that's why I feel uncomfortable. You know what right. I mean? Because that's a lot of power to be wielding. Like, for real. Like, I just really want you to take this, like, take a second and recognize, like, really? yeah, like, I you really, like, you really got it. It is scary. Cause, I'm so scared because I feel irresponsible sometimes and I feel like I feel the need to filter what I post now because I'm so scared of right. what people are going to say. Like, you feel like... Like, I used to just post, like, being at the bars and, like, not give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then there's younger kids like actually who watch me. Mm-hmm. So then I would only post it like and you know how there's a um, a setting, you should probably see it on yours. Like there's public and then my friends only and then yeah. your private story. Mm-hmm. So I I post a lot in my friends only. So like people I have back like you and like mm-hmm. Jalen like just everybody on campus. So then I'll post like my party. But okay. I really used to post like everything like without a care and I miss doing that. Do you feel like you're being forced to be a leader? What do you to mean? an extent. What do you mean, like? Like, because you said you, you feel like you have to filter out your snaps mm-hmm. and like what you post. Mm-hmm. So you said there's kids watching you, but you said you stopped posting about the bar. So do you feel yes, like, like certain things? Yes, yeah. I do. Because what's really cool was I had a professor last year. I think he taught no Latin American um, relations, international mm-hmm. relations. It was a very hard class, and it was so weird because his daughter um, followed me on Snapchat. Really? Yes. Okay. And it was one time after like Zoom class, like everybody in the Zoom had already left, and he said that his daughter wanted to say hi, so he asked me to like stay after Zoom, and she was like hi, and he was like oh yeah this is one of my favorite students, so I was like don't you follow her like on Snapchat? And she was like yeah, and it really like showed me I was like oh yeah be posting like they're young kids she yeah. was like about maybe 11 12 okay. oh yeah yeah no. she was like sitting on his lap and i was like oh my god Tiffany. i was like you can't be fucking being mom you know what i mean you want to set an example while living your life you want them to experience that on their own time and pace so that's why i, I filter that you know what i mean okay. i don't want to put that i don't want a kid seeing that you know and you yeah. mean like I'm, i just want people like because you know i'd I wouldn't want my own kids seeing that. You feel me? Yeah, I get that. Like, if my kid was following me and I, they'd be seeing that, I'd be yeah. like, oh, 
and that, she's mommy, only 12, you know yeah. what I mean? So I think I'm just, I think it's more of like mindfulness as well. Okay. Being mindful. That's a better word for it, mindful. Being yeah. mindful because yeah. I respect what people, um, you know, because I like that they appreciate my content. content. So then mm-hmm. obviously I, I, I look at it as a relationship. Even yeah. though I don't know you, right. I'm going to reciprocate um, some sort of respect to you. Like things like you want to see, like mm-hmm. my shoes, my my fashion like my friends maybe if i'm posting like goofy stuff about my friends like on campus stuff mm-hmm. like i definitely post that as well like if i'm in uk like if i'm in student center like something yeah. funny is happening or like something crazy with some of the guys that i'm hanging with or doing something stupid i share that but in terms like yeah i i definitely try to be more mindful and respectful too because there there's kids watching um stuff like that so. yeah and there's Filipinos watching that too like Filipinos and Filipinos are very critical about other Filipinos which I shouldn't care Mm -hmm. but you know I'm only human at the end of the day I'm gonna care a little bit yeah you know that's your own people it's like there's some like there's Filipinos that follow me as well so I'm careful about that but other than that I think I've gotten better in terms of having more control because Snapchat allows you to have more freedom now and more um, settings to To really cater to your lifestyle Cater oh, to what you want to how does how does that work? Um, so mine, I can see like my insights, my engagement, like my oh, feeling. But that takes a like a. I think you, in order to see that on a regular profile, I think you have to meet like a maybe a, like a a, a number. Of a views. number of yeah, number. I don't know exactly what that number is. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that's cool. Like it'll show me like what gets more views and what doesn't. So like sometimes I won't post on certain days because number one, I'm like too tired, mm-hmm. or like it's not gonna get any views or whatever. Okay. Like, definitely, but I don't want to be that person all the time because I don't want to be. Posting just for just for views. just for like gratification yeah. of numbers it doesn't last that's why i just i keep a balance of things and i'm i, I i'm definitely proud of that because i'm i'm more in control of that now more than ever for sure say. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah i don't know what else did you want to are you curious about like me um I think this is cool. Really? Yeah. I like don't I don't think like I've talking. showed. I definitely like it's probably eighty percent of what I just said. You no one knows. Yeah. Not even my roommates. Yeah, for for real. Like I would have never. That's why I'm happy. Like you came here to like take the time to really, like go a little bit underneath. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not everything, but it's like. Oh, a it's nice not glimpse. everything. There, yeah, there definitely could be a part two before I leave. There could yeah. definitely be. Um, but that's just like, you know, just scratching the surface kind of digging deeper. That would be just a little bit about, I guess, overall me as a person. Yeah. I deal with. Because you're more than just that, um, you know, social media. The glamour, the glitz and glamour. Right. And I, I that was really felt today. You think so? Yeah, I think it was like, you've been through a lot, you know, you've had to teach yourself a lot. Mm -hmm throughout the process of just trying to get to know Tiffany and then on top of that you throw a whole bunch of people into the mix it's like damn who the fuck is Tiffany Mm -hmm. you know I'm still trying to figure that out it's like you know who you are but you're always evolving and growing every day so I don't want to say that I'm completely set all the time yeah exactly there's always a part of me that's questioning something or that's very confused and that's okay you know I'd Mm -hmm. rather be that than be just in a constant like straight line yeah i'd rather be growing because it's just you're better and you're more enlightened as a person if you're if you're changing yeah so yeah 
for real. No, I did this wrong, man. Let it live, like, yeah, for real. Really? For real. Yeah. Well, thank you. Like, we can definitely keep going, I feel like. But, um. No, yeah, thank you for having me. I definitely enjoyed this. I feel like I, I, the endorphins right now, just. No, yeah. Such a good, you like, needed to get this ugh. out. You needed to get there it out. There was a weight. I feel like I was kind of suffocated with yeah. a bunch of homework, too, this past week. So I definitely needed this, like, therapy session. Yeah, do you feel better? <laughs> I swear to God, yeah. Yeah, I definitely that's good. Do. I'm happy you do, honestly, yeah. Because, like, sometimes you got to vent. Or not really vent, but, like, but just be let down your walls. Yeah, let down I the wall. Most of the time yeah. I'm not, so I definitely need this. This is going to be this is good for me. Yeah. But I'm excited to do the video. Just let yeah. me know whenever you're ready. I'm definitely excited. There's okay. more, because actually I'm... Um, two more shoes coming in. Bet. So <laughs> I keep saying, oh, this one's yeah. it's at its max capacity right now. And yeah. then I have another one coming in. Yeah, and I'm just like, much. but we have time. We have time. What is it? It's only, what, January? End of yeah, January. January 29th. So just let me know whenever that may be for you. Because mm-hmm. I have more full and control of my schedule this semester compared to the last one. Because I know we've always initially planned that. Yeah, but I'm yeah. ready and I'm excited because... I don't know. I feel like the people who view or follow you mm-hmm. are looking for the same thing I am. Yeah. Just like motivation, inspiration, um, humanity overall. Yeah, I would know, say humanity. Yeah. And like authenticity. Thanks. So I feel like people would really be just interested in a lot of the content that you post, regardless if it's about sneakers or if it's a podcast or about music or just anything. Just yeah. literally anything. Yeah. So I'm excited. That's facts. That's a good way to look at it. I never thought about it like that, but yeah, you may be right about that. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out myself too, honestly. Yeah, aren't we all? Yeah. Man. So. I feel it. Facts.